0: the damaged goods podcast
1: uh men more than women it's very important to to sweat it out to right. get out the metals and the iron and the toxins you know when women menstruate they they do lose it. a lot of uh, sure. those metals we don't so sauna steam room or physical exercise yeah I used to love fucking saunas, dude. Steam rooms too. Yeah,
0: I was actually never a fan, but I just like read more about the how important oh, so it can good, be. Dude. Yeah, it's so really good. good for you. It's
1: funny that you sit in the car and steam out after that, because sometimes when it's like super hot like this and I'm out and about, that's like my little time to like crank the AC and like cool down before I run out and and do shit, you know. Yeah, well, it's it's
0: much different when I'm not working out. Then I'm like you. I'm like, are you just
1: right. sweating on the leather interior?
0: I wish I had leather interior. Oh, do you have the uh, I have the, the other old stuff. cloth, beat up it. The old cloth or like the the new cloth? No, it's newer. It's a, it's like a 2013.
1: I had my last car had a, it was a cloth interior, but it wasn't like the old school. It was like a like a canvasy fabric, and they were like, don't worry, this is the new shit that's easier to clean, because that's like the fear, you spill some shit on it. It's over. So I got that, I was like, oh, this is cool, and it's not as easy to clean as, as they say. No, when, it's When not. your friend accidentally ashes, some like yeah, blunt ashes. there. I have a three-year-old,
0: thing. the, the backseat is oh. like a body was in there. You have know? you
1: ever had to clean up like a child's mess
0: in the car? Oh, a few of them. Really? Yeah, a mess. His mess, and then the one of the worst was, I didn't even realize, I took him on a walk, and he stepped in dog shit. Oh, and then he, he was didn't just, realize he it. didn't, he didn't, you know, he was like two and he was just started kicking the back of the seat. I'm like, dude, what is that oh, smell? And then God, I had to get out. The worst, the worst, bro. And I had to go and like literally get the car interior. Dude, and...
1: when my father was like uh, going to chemo in Mexico, right? We were going like uh, about a, almost an hour to Cabo to this fancy hospital. And he had bought a brand new puppy when he had came back to Springfield for a little while, like a, a puppy, right? Not trained, but he's like too sick to really train the dog. So... I don't know about. I never had a dog growing up, so we're, we're in Mexico. We drive in his pickup, like a Tacoma, to the hospital with the dog. Can't bring the fucking dog in. He's just going in. He's not going for keeping. He's going for like an hour long shit with his oncologist, whatever. I'm like, what do I do with the dog? I got to bring you in, you know. And he's like, don't worry. You just like lower the windows. We got water in in the car, but there's no shaded parking, right? So I park like the best I can do. Crack the windows. There's water. He she'll be fine. He says whatever. So I I walk with him in there. And then I'm going to go check on the dog. This is maybe like 25 minutes later while he's still in there. I come out to uh, some woman, a Mexican woman from the hospital, talking to these two fucking white people, this louder woman, you know, older, in their 50s, of course. And she's like caring out about the dog. And I see him at the fucking truck. I'm like, excuse me, can I help you? And before the hospital woman can talk, the woman just starts going off on me, and the husband's, like, trying to hold her back. She's like, this is a crime. You know, you should go to jail, this and that. And I'm like, yo, I just carried my dying father into the hospital to rush back out here to deal with the dog. His dog, like, I I don't know what to do. The windows are down. There's water. Like, uh, what am I supposed to do? This guy can't walk. I'm trying to figure it out. And she's flipping out, and I'm looking at the guy, and he's like, he's like, I'm sorry, dude. (laughs) Yeah, He's like, please do that. He's, like, trying to hold her back. So I start speaking Spanish to the hospital. I'm like, "Yo, this fucking lady, like, what do you want me to do?" She's like, "I'll get you a spot inside parking spot." I was like,
0: "Thank you." Yeah, yeah,
1: done. But anyway, you know, there's oh my fault. The whole point of the story. No, no, no. It's on a good, the it's on, on, on the way back. The dog shits all over the back seats of this Tacoma cloth interior. I had to clean up dog diarrhea, which smells the worst. Maybe bet worse than baby shit. I don't know.
0: I think it's worse than baby shit. But again, I, I'm a kid. I have a kid, so it's it's like you so almost have to get used to it. Yeah. Dog shit smells Dog shit, so I've bad. always had a serious issue with. Like since I was a kid, dude, I, I nothing makes me like get sick. When you I smell know. it, you
1: like is that on my on my it's shoe? A, yeah. Is it? On, you like yeah. start looking in public? You know, like yeah. looking on the bottom of your shoe. And people
0: are just so. I just have a huge problem with dog culture in general, especially out here. Dude, people, around are hair? Are are you kidding terrible. me, dude?
1: Every every block in this neighborhood, uh, there's a, every like twenty feet. There's a, a, a doggy bag thing on the trees, right? Like Which is great, shit. yeah, great. But there's dog. Then
0: I look down and there's shit dog everywhere. shit everywhere. Yeah, because it's a dog so walking lazy.
1: neighborhood where people come to walk multiple dogs for people, and they just fucking let them shit everywhere.
0: Yeah, it shouldn't be. I, I, whenever I see it, I yell at them. But that's just me. Yeah,
1: I mean, like, if you're out way in the woods or whatever, you can bury it. It's cool. But like, I ain't trying to step in your dog
0: shit. No, it's disgusting. They let them shit all yeah. over. Like, oh, when I was working at the, when we were in the school, people let the dogs shit out in front of the school. Kids are tracking into the school. Oh, dude. It was just like, oh, my second like
1: grade year. I got a pair of I want to say they were British Knights, and uh, first day of school I'm all excited. I step in dog shit at school somewhere outside, fucking ruined my day. My whole year of second grade was just trash or third grade whatever. It was just downhill from there because of the dog shit. You got to like, get trying to get like a like a pencil to get it out of the fucking treads. And it oh. still
0: doesn't come out. You was soak it and what? Oh, it's the worst. I fucking
1: hate it. That uh dog shit hating voice, baby shit tolerating voice is uh, a repeat. <laughs> Guest on Damaged Goods. He's an artist, a writer, a musician, an actor, a father. Do you throw that in the bio now? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, I, I,
0: I, I, hey, it's all right. I don't, I don't put like Ronan's dad, but yeah. you know, I, I just, you know, like, what's up?
1: Yeah. Uh, Ronan's father, yeah. Nat Anglin, is back. <laughs> you you know what I mean, though? Sometimes it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. mom, traveler, wine enthusiast. Yeah. And you then know? your
0: four flags. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mad flags. <laughs> and I, I guess
1: I don't have a kid, so maybe. I'll uh, change my tune if I had one. I'd put it in there, but
0: I feel like it's kind of like overkill in my part if I do it. I don't think I have it actually now that you say it, but because I have so many pictures of him up, anyways. Yeah, people like, are gonna be like, "Yo, yeah, he's obviously not he's like just dad. hanging out yeah, with this yeah. fucking
1: little kid, so Yeah, yeah. It's. I think it's better than like your dietary choice in there too.
0: Yeah, yeah. The vegan symbol. And or there's like nothing the, against that, but is no, that is, that, is yeah. that the
1: most important thing I should know about you? You know, like you know, like if you're putting your bio, like you maybe put like your work shit or like your your passions or something funny. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I think sometimes I think there's a lot of people that are really proud of it, the fact that their parents, are just great. But then I think there's a lot of people kind of like we were just talking to before we went on about trying too hard. Or yeah, like, or like I'm, I'm a dad. I'm a, I'm a dad. It's like yeah, okay, cool.
1: Or like, an identity of some a character. You you know you want something. Maybe you don't have another thing to cling to. So
0: yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm more interested in them. Like. My son is, an ex- like, in some ways an extension of me, obviously, because he's family. But, like, <laughs> I, want, I want him to be his own, like, yeah person, too. Like Not, like, live in your shadow eventually. Yeah, like, obviously, he's my son, and I'll do anything for him. But, yeah, I, I, like, it won't be too long before he's like, yeah, I'm Ronan. This is what yeah. it is. You know what I mean? He's not Nat's kid, like, all the time. It's like, no, that's Ronan. That's yes, a, obviously, yeah, he's my son.
1: But that's a tough thing, like, when, when a kid gets older, I think, especially for, like, a, a, a son to the, to the father. Or maybe for, like, the daughter to the mother, like, are you in the shadow of, of that parent? Like, what was the parent's presence like, character? Were they known likewise? Do they have a big presence? Are you in that shadow? Can you be your own, you know, person? Or what? I mean, you have a very strong uh, character, personality, presence. And I don't think that you, uh, I mean, I know your father, but not super well. I don't think you are in his shadow at all. There are yeah. different paths, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, uh, I think there's like like you said, there's always times where it just inevitably happens because obviously you want the respect of your father. Oh and yeah, yeah. Things like this, but no, I agree. I think he was my dad did a really good job. I felt like he would, you know, he would let me know things he would hope for me, if you will. But he wouldn't. He never really forced me in anything. He was just yeah. like, yo, I want you to do what you feel like is best for you.
1: And if he was like, say, your father was like a, a musician or, or or a writer, a director, and you're like in the same uh, paths that he chose more likely maybe to be in the shadow, per sure. se, you know, right?
0: Harder to separate Yeah, sort right. Of thing. That's why yeah. I think
1: a lot of times kids will go like 180 degrees from where the parents went or right, right, right down right the up same the path. Alley, yeah, yeah, work yeah. for the family business. Right. Like, I, I, now I run the roof in business or you played in the NFL, now I do, which I always think is kind of crazy when it's like high-level athletes or famous artists. Oh, it's artists. insane.
0: It's like a guy with like three kids in the major league. Yeah. Like, it's nuts.
1: It's <laughs> like if you're a famous musician or, or a director, actor, you might be able to help your kid kind of get into those businesses, but with sports, it's like, yo, if you can't cut the mustard, you can't play in the big leagues. Like, yeah. y- your dad is not going to get you on this team, you know. Right, right, Which right, is, right, I kind of, I, I like that. I respect that. At least.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you can tell the coaching and the insight comes in big time yeah, there, definitely. but genetics, you know, all this Yeah, stuff. of course. Was your father an athlete? He was a bit. He, he, he. My dad had kind of a wild childhood. He lost his father when he was twelve. Oh Jesus! Uh, and his older brother was getting shipped off to NAM, so he oh, was geez. a bit of a wild child. And uh, he had two sisters, so he was kind of looking out for them, He's he was, you know, drinking. Was he and... too young for not? So he was just about to go right when it got canned. So he was, yeah, just about, he was literally just of age when it was ending. Um, He was already having to, like, go in and put the paperwork in oh, and yeah. you know, all that stuff. Scary shit. Scary dude. as hell. And then just, again, like, losing your dad yeah. at 12, and then by yeah, 16, your brother, your older brother, is getting shipped off. And luckily, he made it back and all that stuff, but just a crazy yeah. time but he was like I would have w- I wish I kept playing you know he's a big guy one, and good size yeah, yeah. works out a lot still to this day he's a really good golfer actually yeah. he's a really well, good Irish, golfer good
1: golfer's yeah.
0: man you don't golf though do you? i absolutely hate golf
1: Hi- can we do it like right here Maybe. that's the sound of a high five dude i i, just I hate it i just it down, i'm a
0: i'm a big competitive guy i like if you and me are going to play ping pong I, I lose fine if we go play baseball and i lose fine if I go play golf against myself, I'd rather just like fucking just throw my head off a yeah, wall. Yeah,
1: I just, I don't know, man. Like, it never attracted me. And people are like, e- Have you tried it? Yeah, I have. That's how I know I don't. I was pretty like good it. at it. Yeah, but, I was yeah. pretty
0: good at it. Like, I beat my dad a couple times when I was like 13 or 14. And I uh maybe fifteen I think was probably the last time I played. And then after that I was like once I did that, I was like, I'm good. I really yeah. didn't enjoy it. And yeah. I, and then there's something about golf too. I know people kinda of skip over this, but like the snobby old yeah, like con- the country the, club shit this, is what I never yeah, liked. The country club. You gotta belong to the club. About it, and it's Very snotty,
1: like, elite ew. Expensive too, is it not? Super. Right, like the clubs are expensive, right? Super and then expensive. to go to play nine or eighteen holes or God forbid a country club, that's expensive shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean I get why people like it. You know, my uncle is another one. He's from Belfast, and he's seen some things, and he loves it. And he's a big meditator guy now, and he, and, and the golf is his zone. He'll be up at 5 a.m. Yeah. I get it. He'll do he the 18 holes so by it. himself, and, cool. he, and he I really feels good about it. And I understand it, but yeah, personally, yeah. yeah, I'm like you. Yeah. I... Not, not just dislike it. I hate it. I will actively say no oh, yeah. for bachelor oh, parties, I, I, everything. No. Always,
1: always. Uh, all my friends, we have a lot of mutual friends that golf out here. They're like, yo, Snake, man, you got to come golf. And I was like, you, you come out in the water with me, then I'll go fucking golf. That's with. what like, I told yeah. you.
0: Yeah, or I'll, I'll drive the carts for you. I'll drink the beer and yeah. smoke the stove. That's what they say. They're like, you come drink a beer. You can, like, smoke on the thing. I was like, I could do that
1: anywhere else. Like, right, I, I anywhere but
0: that awful place.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's funny because I always thought of golf as that country club elite shit. And then I have friends now who did not grow up like that. And they don't belong to country clubs, but they go golfing and all that shit. I'm like, where'd y'all even get into this shit? You
0: know? Yeah, yeah. I think it just became a big social scene, and I've heard that it really is big, especially for, for like business. networking. Yeah, and yeah, big business. Yeah. Like so content. I understand it, and that part I think honestly is probably the part I wish I was I could do it just for that, especially with regard to like you know movie industry. Music, oh yeah, stuff. yeah, handling biz. But no, I, I can't. Part stand of my it.
1: allergies, dude. I've been running AC all day and night. That shit fucking kills me. It's either that or you you melt to yeah,
0: death. Very hot. Yeah, I've
1: got a T-shirt wrapped around my head right now. It's disgusting. It's very wet, all sweat. <laughs> it's gross, dude. I sweat hard. I like the heat, but I sweat like a motherfucker.
0: Yeah, that's the, uh, the Caribbean side of the sniz.
1: Yeah, dude. It's and I mean, being cold is not the coolest thing either. But I can handle it. But I I bitch out a little bit here and there. You oh, know. I'm like, done now. I'm, I'm fully converted. The wind, converted. the wind is brutal. Yeah, when well, you live out here long enough, dude, you turn it into it. Fully
0: converted. A, Didn't take me more than two years.
1: Yeah, I I used to like 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 on stage performing in like a hoodie or some shit to be cool. Uh but it's like you go from outside where it's fucking nut ass cold, you got a big ass North Face or whatever, then you got to go into this club and rock and it's hot as fuck and that shit's like that's that'll get you sick. Yep. But that basically that's what's happening to me. I've been outside like yesterday at the beach, running errands, come inside, run the air a little. Go in and out, get all fucked up. I was in the grocery store earlier. That place is fucking freezing. Freezing,
0: yeah. Fucking like, you know, snuff I always with wear a hoodie in there.
1: Oh, yeah. Your fucking legs, my toe. I was in there in sandals, of course. My toes are cold. My allergies are fucking rocking. Just took an Allegra D, the kind you have to buy from behind the counter because they fucking. It's like the
0: it's steroid like, version. The one well, it has
1: the shit that meth dudes want to steal, whatever, the active ingredients. So you show them the ID, buy that one. That shit kind of works for me. But it's an upper, I think, because that's why they want it for the meth. Sure. Yeah, yeah, good old meth. You know, I was back in Boston, speaking of meth, like uh, end of July. And, you know, I drove around the Methadone Mile area because I had to run that shit. And like, it, it always looks crazier each time I go back. That's an area in Boston where there's it's like an open-air drug use market. It's next to a, a major trauma center in a city hospital. The South Bay, like uh, it's like the Rikers Island of Boston, and then a huge methadone clinic, all right there. So it's a lot of madness. But it was just crazy to see all that shit. Then I hung out with another homie of mine who, who was saying that now there's meth in Boston, which is like not not normally an East Coast thing, but like in the hood, like in his projects, there's young kids selling meth. And I was like, what the fuck? Like crack, heroin, coke, weed, like yeah, whatever. But I was shocked to hear that it was
0: in in a black regional drug and yeah. yeah like you said more you know fixated on like a white demographic or yeah. a white middle-aged demographic and it's weird yeah i mean i think it's kind it's kind of like back when we were younger when you know everybody flipped from OC's to heroin bags yeah. and it was cheap Cheap, and that's what's going to eventually happen. Kind that's why right. like, meth is cheap, yeah, dude. Meth is cheap, and it, you know, everything's getting cut with fentanyl, yeah. anyways. Right. So it's like yeah. people like, are dying. They're like, well, whatever, I'll try something else.
1: Like in Mexico, when I go down there a lot, obviously there's a lot of drugs down there that are made there, whatever. They sell a lot of cocaine, but a lot of local people will, will use meth because it's super cheap. and You could even make it yourself, blow up your kitchen, kill, you know, yeah. crazy shit like that.
0: Maybe kill your neighbors.
1: Yeah. Or just steal a bunch of Allegra D. Okay. Yeah. Kind of works, I think I just took one about five minutes ago So we'll see how I feel <laughs> I, th- I thought uh, allergy medicine Was supposed to make you tired, dude I thought
0: Until they found the meth
1: Crazy, dude It's funny they like, scan your ID and shit I don't know if they do that in other states
0: uh, Yeah, I, I'm not sure about every state But it's CVS has gone into like way more lockdown Due to the pandemic, too Like Now they lock up like your detergent oh
1: dude like razors your and uh, razors, they've been doing
0: the razors body wash
1: dude i was in a ralphs and the whole aisle not just like a little section in glass the whole aisle was was blocked off that was like all the toiletries like toothpaste the whole nine Yeah, I
0: people mean, were just going in with bags yeah rack and ra- racking shit yeah, racking. it's crazy i mean man. there was always some items that were locked up like condoms and all that yeah, shit yeah.
1: but which is the most embarrassing one to have to uh, get yeah, asked to get on especially
0: unlocked. like fucking three in the morning. It's like yeah. some 79-year-old no, yeah. lady. Yeah. It's, like,
1: it's not like the Gillette Razors or the, the Don Julio, but uh, these condoms right yeah. there.
0: Can I get that extra huge thing of lube and I'll take that? Yeah, the big box of condoms. Thanks, Bertha.
1: Like when you're younger and you're buying condoms, you buy like a few other things. So it's like, okay, I'm not just buying condoms. But then you get a little older, you're like, Yes, yes, just the condoms. Yes, trust
0: me, you. This is for the best yeah. decision for yeah. everybody. Don't look yeah. at me crazy. You, this is a
1: pharmacy. I used to go to the the CVS uh, on Center Street. JP was like my where I would get my prescription medication when I was on it. You know, when you sure. go up to the back, you get the the meds there, but everything else you, you used to have to pay for up front. So I I get my whatever my prescriptions were that I go up there. You get your blank, your blank, your blank, and your condoms. And there was this this girl that worked there. And she had like half a Hitler mustache, right? It was like just like maybe her right or left side, just half a Hitler mustache, like you know, not full but enough. And I'm like, does she, is she aware of this or, because or <laughs> it, it's noticeable? Was despite choice? You know, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, listen, a, a lot of women have to manicure, shave, you know, whatever, dude. Yeah, like, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's natural, dude. Yeah. Like, I, have you ever dated like a Latin girl? Like, it's probably gonna, you know, hairy yeah. arms might be part of the package. It's all good. But this was like pretty fucking obvious and it was hard not to like look at it when you're asking for your medicine and i'm like Gosh, she know and like she know that how i'm looking at it, like i can't not look at it you know i felt bad it's like someone with a lazy eye i get it i get
0: yeah. it you're, it's like you, you you'd want to help her out but you can't i know i was, I was like, like oh, let's just give me
1: my pills just yeah. don't say my prescription out loud wow, <laughs> yo my boy was in a pharmacy recently and uh, that's a very like not the thing to do you don't say like, yo, is who's uh who waiting for their blank prescription? Yeah, and they yeah. think we're like the guy at the pharmacy, this is in LA, was like saying the medications out loud to get whoever and my boy, he's just on like a uh, like a high blood pressure one, but like
0: that's wild! Like, it's like a HIPAA violation. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Like, what if you're there for some, I don't know, cancer, man, whatever, dude? It's yeah, that, yeah, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you have a right to privacy, and you just the name will suffice there. You just call out the name on the yeah, tube. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, just like, <laughs> especially
1: like a weird ass name like mine. Like, you're gonna fuck it up, and I'll hear it, and it's the only name that's gonna sound yeah. like yeah. that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. that is strange. Uh, oh yeah, come to damage goods for all your medical talk. This is like where <laughs> we hit it with hard facts, huh?
0: Yeah, really, really well. Um, Established record of uh, you know checking things out, dude. Yeah,
1: facts are checked here. These are well-resourced medical advice. <laughs> How about them
0: socks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, uh, you you recently uh, just put out
0: a new EP. I did. Yeah. The business is the pleasure. It's yeah. out now. It's, uh, it's produced dope. by my good friend uh, Momo Ward, who I met out here, young cat. He's uh, really really solid dude, talented dude, and yeah, we hit it off. And I'd always wanted to do like a project or an EP with just Just, one producer yeah that's the method baby yeah it's awesome and I I originally me and Teddy Roxman were gonna do one a few years ago and then like you know he moved first and then I moved and just kind of fell out that way I mean we still do music together at times but Momo sent me like a pack of seven and I'm sure you can you know get with this as an artist or you know someone that has made music it's like if a producer sends you 30 beats and you like one, that's like a win. You know Yeah, I mean? yeah. It's tough. And he, I liked like five out of the 30 he sent. So I was like that's really shit. impressed. You're vibing with it. Yeah. So I was like, we cut, I think, four or five. And I was like, let's just do a three nice and tight and yeah. get it out there. Yo, less is uh,
1: always more, I feel like these days.
0: Yeah, especially now, you know, with, you know, when people are just All over the place with stuff, and you can't even really figure out who's listening to what. It's like sometimes you feel like everybody's listening, and sometimes you feel like nobody's listening or even knows. Yeah, with algorithms, if you're not paying for it or whatever, you know, you got to promote yourself and advertise a lot more than when I first started making music. I mean, you always had advertised, but in a different way.
1: Yeah, like I know that you like payola was a thing for radio, I mean, still is probably. Is there like a payola version for streaming? Yeah,
0: there's a lot of scamming going on in general, like especially with like Spotify playlisting. And like you could like
1: pay to have someone like... Place it. Or, or oh, like on a playlist. Yeah. Oh, not like boost the
0: streams yeah. though, right? No, it'll boost them insanely. Really? Yeah like and if you put in like do you have to go is it someone like at
1: spotify is doing that for so you or like how I'm is not, how do they manipulate i'm
0: them? not on that level basically spotify from what i have I've grown to understand is the labels are in with spotify mm. so the highly the way they were so in so with the like radio rap rate you're not rap rate what's the the main one rap caviar is their main like playlist okay and that's like the the you know the biggest artist in the world so yeah. if like young thug drops or drake drops or one of these dudes drops you know they're gonna go on that but from what i understand like uh, you you don't get on that without a certain yeah yeah you
1: gotta pay to industry play. push i mean dude some of the biggest artists that we all like love or that are huge now like there was pay to play to get them popping like like oh, drake like like all it's these like dudes. Cardi b what yeah. she
0: said she put 100k in her yeah. first song
1: and that's kind of like, par for the course on that level for commercial radio and shit. So I figured there had to be some version of that for streaming.
0: Yeah, 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 no, there is. And then there's all these other ones that aren't Spotify affiliated. And you know how that is. That's, like, with the blog era. Where remember the, the people that would be like, oh, if you give me X amount of money, oh, post I'll, your I'll, shit. I'll post your shit. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing with some of these Spotify playlists. They might have 10,000 listeners a month. Yeah. And if you're a one out of 200-song playlist, you're going to get a bump. Yeah. Um, but... Then you gotta start looking at is this real? Yeah, are Is it just translating it into these, anything is someone else? actually yeah. listening to yeah, this yeah, or is this yeah. just and I think a lot of it was like as we've seen, even the biggest artists now, there's a lot of fake plays for them yeah, too. Yeah, they're just true. faking well, like, a lot like of the, what they're listening the to. They like.
1: pay to play live, like you know, like not just the small promoter, like yeah, you you could play, but here you gotta buy fifty tickets and then you sell them to your fans, do my job for me. There's dudes who get on big, big tours who are they're not getting paid. So they have to make sure they sell merch out there to to cover it. But like, yeah, you can open, but we ain't paying you nothing. And you got to get your own travel and shit like that. And like, dudes come out of pocket for that. It's like, it's a good chance you could sell some merch, get out there. But that's, that's overhead is high.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, you're putting, and that's why, you know, you see some, especially rappers, you'll see guys that are, you know, dope boy affiliated or drug funded or whatever other money summit. We've seen it where like rich, rich rich kids from the burbs just get placed in, um, so it doesn't really matter how you get the money. It's more just, like, can you afford it? And obviously, like you said, I'm down to, like, advertise, but yeah. I'm not going to pay some asshole yeah, to nah, be like, yeah. yeah, I put you on my playlist, bro. You know yeah, what exactly. I mean? It's like, I don't give a fuck. I'd rather That's just that. That's different. Because at
1: least the advertising, you know, like, listen, I'll see my shit, uh, uh, like, on these posts or whatever. Like, it's... Yeah,
0: and if somebody legitimately likes it, they're yeah, going to, like, fuck, yeah. seek you out, exactly. which has happened for me before, which is a great feeling. So it's like, yo, I saw this thing. I checked this out. I really like the song or whatever. And it's like, yo, dude, that's dope. And it could be all over the world, right? Like people are so American centered, but it's like yeah, with hip hop, especially. Especially hip hop. You gotta get out Europe, there. Europe, Asia, it's huge. You could dude. have a great career just like doing music dude, in Europe.
1: There was tons of indie uh, artists from Boston, yeah, M and all them, That kill yeah. it over there, yeah. Dude. yeah. Like full on tours over there, yeah. wrecks all those guys, yeah. they crush and they get over there. paid over there, big, yeah. You don't, don't know Hell your yeah. words to your songs,
0: it's nuts, yeah. You can't, and again, at the end of the day, you got to realize, like, what are what are you in this for, you yeah? Know I mean, like, and if you're, if like you said, I think we all have like brushed with, yeah, I'm gonna be a big commercial artist or whatever, like, sometimes that's part of like the, the hunt, but then, like, once you settle in and dude, fans and making music, if you get like, bottom line is you get paid to make music, yeah, I and mean, that's that's the, that's the dream, a dream. Yeah. so. Uh, yeah, that's the way I look at it. I'm just like, hey, look, I'm gonna do what I think is right, and I'll pay when I think it's the right yeah, people yeah. doing it. But I'm not gonna, you know, just I, throw a bunch of random money at a bunch of I random feel people.
1: That. I dig, the, I dig the whole like one MC one producer formula. I think it, it's the fucking best. It's the best way to do shit.
0: Yeah, it's a great. It was a great thing, and it felt really like I, this was the first EP. This is the first EP I put out since the Finding Film and soundtrack, which was more a little different. That that was more like kind of based off the short film we made a few years ago. But this one was like original and just kind of like what was on my mind and I just kind of what I was dealing with through a little bit through the pandemic and as far as making money outside of my comfort zone. Um, and I just thought it was like a really fun thing to make because I just really didn't give a fuck. That's about you, the that, reception. You
1: just said the illustration right there. It was fun to make. That's what like all art should be like that at some right. point. Right. Like, I didn't. I, like, I, want, I didn't
0: write it. one bar on that thing or, or or listen to a piece of music and be like, yo, this is a hit or this. Is yeah, that, yeah or You not Nothing. Of that. I was like, this is my favorite record. Like Four Non Blondes is my favorite record off the bat. I made that one of the first ones, and I was like, yo, I love this song. I don't care. If it never really goes anywhere, like I listen to it's this, it's a and good I'm like, feeling, I like, though this when you song. make it
1: with that headspace, you know exactly. It and then you just, I that.
0: think it like ratchets down your like false sense. You we all get like poisoned by like false expectations, like when we put uh, stuff yeah, out, true. And it can be a really defeating feeling as an artist. It doesn't matter what you're putting out music, you know anything people consume, and you feel like it should have done better, or you know other you know you compare yourself against other people or whatever you do, you know and people get tripped up on it all the time. On this one, I was just like. I don't I can't I'm not gonna allow myself to care you know what I mean I have plenty of stuff I could put out I have plenty of stuff I feel like that could be more radio friendly or whatever but th- this three songs with this producer is something that I feel like I'm rapping at a really like high level and I feel like it's really cohesive and I feel like it kind of opens a window to who I am and there, you know there's some fun and you know punch lines and cool shit mixed in there but I just, it, it was a, it was a gratifying feeling to put something out and be like, yo, I don't give, I really don't give a fuck. Like I just, you'll look care. back on that
1: and be proud of that always. You weren't like going to look back and be like, yo, ah, that was what I was trying to to, sure. to make a big hit, to make a big splash. Nah, this shit right here. I like this When I did it. I still like it now. And that's, that's important in the long run. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're a fucking 65 on the porch drinking a whatever, a Tom Collins, you could look back at that and be like, yo, I felt great about it then. I feel great about it now.
0: Yeah, and dude, as we've seen, like sometimes you put out music, and even you know, there's the whole concept of not getting your flowers, but like sometimes people hit you a long time later, and are yeah. just like, it makes all the difference in the world. It's almost like a time. Capsule. Timing is is a weird thing with art. Yeah. It's,
1: it's you could be good, know the right people, work hard. Timing not there. It's like it's not, it's not in your control. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't get too wrapped up. I think my issue was always more like hesitant to put something out as opposed to hesitant for what reasons for the wrong reasons so like, like oh this is <laughs> not instead of be like a hit. like making a bunch of bullshit that i thought would be good and shoving it down the people's throats yeah i would just be like trying and tinkering behind the scenes and then not put it out which Could. sometimes yeah. is a good thing is it's like yeah that was trash or i didn't like uh-huh. that or I, my soul wasn't in it but then uh-huh. sometimes i'm like i probably let a year go by a little bit where I could have been doing something like I just did. Oh, I see what you, you mean. You see what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I'd much rather like you said, as long as I feel good about it now and I put my stamp of approval on when I say my approval, like something that I feel yeah, really yeah. good about making, then then I don't care oh, anymore. Yeah. That's good.
1: I uh the the one MC one producer formula, I feel like in the, the early mid nineties it was, it was a thing, you know, Pete Rock, CL Smooth, Gangstar. Then somehow, I don't know. Dudes wanted to, you know, you want to source. Okay, this is my my guy for the hard street record. This is my producer for the club record. My producer for the whatever records, and it's cool, but it doesn't always give that that cohesive uh, feel, like you know you were describing. And that then that kind of came back in the last like ten years. We've seen a more that one MC one producer shit. And I just I don't know, man. I feel like it gives a vibe, a feeling that just it's the whole way through. It's an album when you do that or an EP, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, 100%. And I, I think I, I get the sexiness of like especially like commercial artists wanting like seven amazing A-list producers, <laughs> but like you under, like you like you're saying it really is almost disappointing sometimes cuz you'll listen to it and first of all what they've decided to pay for or the labels decided oh, to pay for isn't exactly good or isn't the that yeah. producer's best. And then, like you said, it feels scattered. Yeah. Like, I don't mind listening to a really commercial album if it's well-produced and thorough. Yeah, it all kind of goes thorough, together. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, there's certain artists that some people, like, you know, like the backpack rapper types that hate, like, anything new. They're like, Lil Baby sucks or whatever. It's like, dude, listen to, like, four or five of these songs in a row. You might not like it, but I don't know if you can say, like, this dude sucks or, you know, whoever. Like, I, personally, I think the dude can really rap, but it's just one of those situations where... He's also cultivated enough of, like, his artistry to, like, put together projects, whether it be his, like, mixtapes or whatever, where he came out more, like, hitting you off the head over and over and over again with really, like, street anthem-type stuff, but... I agree. I think sometimes you're like, dude, yeah, you yeah. got Swiss and Kanye and all this yeah. shit all over the place. And again, much respect to all those amazing artists, but sometimes it just doesn't they, sound like a yeah. finished product. Sometimes
1: you could tell where like if they do have an album that feels cohesive, but there's one or two records where you know like the label is like, okay, cool album, but do we need this. two hits. Yeah. So let's get you this. You know, with whoever at the at the time, a Scott Storch beat, Apollo yeah. the Dawn beat, and, be, the, and, and those artists
0: have to you yeah, know you it, have to play ball sometimes, yeah you don't too. have a lot of fucking
1: uh, leg room to to stretch out and say nah and you have a dope 12 track album but then you get these two extra tracks on there that stand out so awkwardly it, it throws the vibe off. yeah and you i always found the away.
0: bonus tracks interesting like i remember when drake put out take care and he the motto was a, it wasn't on the album it was a bonus track oh. and that was like my favorite Because like so that song super club hit everybody yeah. liked it but didn't fit his aesthetic for the album which I thought was a great way to get it out it's like yeah, yo, yeah. bonus track is arguably your biggest record off that album maybe not the biggest but yeah. up there uh commercially speaking yeah. and it wasn't even on the album it was a, it was just a Lucy. Almost. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you kind of need that as a bonus because if you put it in the, the Yeah, it's just going to screw up the track. Yeah. Not
0: because w- it's bad. No, not, it not it just, yeah. Just, it doesn't fit the album. I, yeah. was,
1: I was watching this show uh Sandman on Netflix, which was a comic book I liked when I was a kid. Yeah. So me and my girl watching it, and it's 11 episodes, which is odd, right? The first 10 all like, you know, the, the 10th episode was like the end, it felt like. But I, there's one more. This is weird. We watched the, the last one.
0: It's like a prologue.
1: <laughs> it just didn't really tie into the other. Maybe it didn't. It doesn't even foreshadow the next season. It was like they had to tell the story, but it, it was like a bonus track. It was like we want to throw this extra in there. Yeah. For some reason, it just it was weird to be the last episode. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's happened with some other shows. I remember that happened. One of the Game of Thrones seasons, it felt like that happened. It was like the big death or the big, like crazy scene. And then there was just this episode after that did technically tie up the loose ends. You know, I got yeah. where it was coming from, from a writer's standpoint, but like you said, as a consumer, somebody's watching and it, It's like, dude, you can't give me the high. Yeah, and then like, give me the low after yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, like yeah. when you
1: when you when you structure an album, the, the sequencing, I've always loved that. Oh, it's it's
0: one of my it's, favorite parts.
1: It's you know, it's valleys of peaks. You're taking them on a ride. And and like writing a book is very similar, a movie a very uh, important or a show. Sure. You can't have the second to last episode be the fucking huge peak and then a valley at the end. It's it's a little weird. Unless it's like a natural come down, but if it's like yeah, then like you took all the fucking uh the fizzle out, now it's just like flat.
0: Yeah, the come down's like, gotta be really short. Yeah, it's gonna be really short. You know, it's like the western. You might have the, the shootout, but and then the guys riding off from the sunset is the come down. But it's what, yeah. thirty seconds. It's yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, I exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's not a whole but episode. You dedicated a whole episode. Yeah, <laughs> you, it's weird. Now I'm like, fuck. Like, what? What happens? Yeah, that? there's
1: movies like that where like there's the what I feel the climactic finale, uh, and it's great. Then there's twenty five minutes. Yeah, of, uh, after it happened like yeah. too early. Yeah, it's like why? What is this twenty five minutes? I'm I'm sitting around here
0: for? Yeah, I've always found that really interesting. How like we're so and I really really do believe it'll change with the next generation because people don't have the attention span, not because they they can't have it. It's just film for yeah. so long has been it's an hour and a half to two yeah. hours and that's it. But now it's like 30 you, minute episodes you, I, of 10. But even if you yeah, if you look at like movies like indie films, like I, I watch Shudder a lot of like horror films. And there'll be films on there that are, like, independent-made, pretty well done, that'll win awards and shit, and they're 70 minutes long. Yeah. And they're, like, 60 minutes long, 80 minutes long. They're catering
1: so, to that attention span. Right, yeah.
0: and I think eventually you're going to see more and more of that for two reasons. One, it's right now, kind of like the music industry, it's getting something made now is, like, they nobody wants to give you the money. They oh, want, nah. they, they want They want everything they done want first. Everything packaged, so, like... It's gonna if it, if that's the way we're gonna do it, it's gonna be like oh well fuck you then. I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a 40 minute movie or whatever you know whatever the yeah. time is, because it's cheaper. I can get the most bang for my buck. And even though it's a little out of sync with like what you or I grew up with, yeah, with like an yeah, yeah. hour and a half, two hours. It's I could see more and more people be like, hmm, yeah, like I can see Instagram television. I can see these things. You know what I mean coming down the line. It oh could be sure, a minute long episode. Two minute long episode. They, they,
1: well, there was a, a streaming service that tried that, right? Weren't they doing like like really yeah, short nailed, things? They got crushed. Yeah, well, I don't even remember what it was called, but it not, sounded terrible. Not Quibi, was it? Maybe that's it. Yeah, it could have been that. Because like, I what?
0: went out, I, I, I auditioned for the one with um, Luke Hemsworth, uh, A Most Dangerous Game, and that was on. That was Is that, that based on the show? short, the famous short story, A Most Dangerous Game? About the one that would pay the guy to like
1: stay It was like rich people hunting alive. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. they did
0: that. It was Christopher Walls was the lead with Luke Hemsworth. Oh shit. And so, I went out for like his best friend or something. I didn't get it, but it was like, it was a really interesting. Cause that was the first, I think that was their flagship show off that. So what are they doing like
1: 10 minute episodes? How many fucking, like like enough to be a two hour film?
0: Well, that's what they did. So then when they re released it after, they just released it as a film. Yeah. You know, like, Which is not the same. And that's yeah, yeah, my yeah, point. Yeah. That's, you can't do that. That's a if, if you do it, that's if cheap. you really commit to the one, two minute episodes. There's something there if you but you have to write a new structure. Yeah, yeah. You can't just like release freebies and then it's like, oh, somebody might watch an hour and a half It's like some might, but I don't think that's the yeah. way to win you over. I think if you come up, if somebody finds a way to make a perfect one minute, two minute episode, especially comedic, I think is the problem. Yeah, comedically probably way easier. To do it. I could see that. But if you find a way to fuse in drama or action, yeah. especially if you have a budget, I think you would get people to be like, Yo, this is great. Like this is something that I can watch. On my lunch break or whatever, yeah, or just yeah. hanging out and the younger kids are so used to seeing things yeah, just and TikTok snippets shit. Quick, that quick, it's quick. like it's coming. Are they
1: are they filming the whole thing and then cutting it? Do you so, think? Or are they are they purposely like shooting these short episodes? No,
0: I think they're shooting the whole thing. Okay. It's, it, they, it's 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 two cost and if it's not a, it's not efficient cost use to do it the other way. Big studio. But that's what I'm saying. If they want everything packaged first, yeah. I yeah. can see someone be like, All right, well, we're gonna do it this way. And then, if you get like kind of iscerated with insecure, she started that with YouTube, right? Like, that was Awkward Black Girl or Dating Awkward Dating Black Girl. I can't remember the name of the show. Um, It was, you know, had a huge following. She cultivated off really good writing, smart ideas. And it was, you know, she just. Cut out the need to like wait for them. Yeah. Like they had to come to her. because HBO is was so was smart
1: because they did. They took uh, that other show, High Maintenance, was like a YouTube show, very quick, like five minute sure. episodes, and they're like, "Oh, boom! You got the the template already for us. We're gonna now there will be thirty minutes, but we're gonna take we'll that fund shit." You. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, which I get. I mean, I understand for them, but you know, th- th- what will end up happening is the people that are expected to just come up with this amount of money. Yeah. Because now there's a lot of stuff going on with this, you know, film business. I was reading an article the other day. I don't know if you saw that Matt Damon snippet where he was talking about like how DVD revenue used to be like a huge thing. So oh, like, so they're not making that on the back look, those end Those mid-level later. movies that we used we'll to go love, straight those DVD $30, $40 joint? million dollar joints, like a great affair story or this wild oh. political story, now it's $50 million to make. Fifty million to put ads in. Now you're in, Damn, a, you know, or twenty five and twenty five. Not even. making that DVD sales, less of it, the theaters. That's what he said he was like it was almost like getting a re release. It was oh, like wow. this viral clip of Matt Damon. He was on that hot Wings show. Oh doing. yeah,
1: they. Uh, I actually got some. If you want to eat some hot wings, no. <laughs> I'm good for now. I'm already sweating it. enough, dude. No, we
0: the ice cubes.
1: That's what we want.
0: Yeah, but it was interesting to hear him say because he was just like, yeah, that you used to be like basically a movie release. So even if you you got nailed yeah. on your movie release date, yeah, like you, you, you knew it was DVD. coming. I, mean, on I still the have some DVDs. Yeah, of course. And now those are all gone. So people are like, "Now nah, I'm not going to fund it," and they gotta—they're gonna have to rethink yeah. the way money goes with the streamers. But also, a lot more business guys got involved in Hollywood. There's a lot more MBAs, a lot more dudes that came out of the stock—not artistic people, not just artistic. like business. This it's is a bottom, bottom line, line business. Yeah. Right? I mean, look at what they're trying. I mean, Netflix isn't making money yet. You know what I mean? Like they're—they're—they're yeah. they're, they're still climbing.
1: And as like a writer yourself, also you know you write shit for the the screen. You see more reboots and remakes because you don't really have to write the shit. You already got it to well, a degree, to I a saw degree. that
0: coming especially with film after um, the pandemic. I was like, what they're going to do is they're going to start reviving shows because it's the easiest sell yeah. in the world. They yeah. did Dexter. They did of course. Bosch. Rose they in. did all the, yeah. yeah. It's an easy sell. I get it from a financial I aspect. Mean, dude, I yeah, get it's, it.
1: it. It's smart. I mean, they are, they got uh, White Man Can't Jump. done sure. they, They're they doing another, It's not, I guess it's not a remake, it's another Fletch. Yep. But that's like a book series, so it's not a remake. It's just one of the other books they made. But they filmed it in Boston, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, no, they have a bunch of that yeah, stuff going it's, on.
1: It's a little cheaper. It's easier. You don't have to you pay somebody uh, like a bunch for a brand new script. You know, You, you it's already something in their minds. You can kind of play on nostalgia.
0: Yeah, it's kind of the big... And again, that's where you want to try to break through as an indie or whatever. I mean, that's always been kind of, you know, the way I rocked anyways. But it is a little frustrating at times. But then it just it's just one more challenge to write. So when you write, for me, especially if you're writing screenplays, I think you got to think kind of like you got to put a few hats on. But one of them is a producer hat, even though I don't have the money. You know, you know, shoot a huge film right now. When I have a great idea, yeah, could I write a blockbuster film right now? Yeah, I think I could. Like, as far as the script goes, but it's gonna be a lot harder to sell a you know, a hundred million dollar budget movie. Yeah, yeah, So Somewhere for me, overhead. I'm gonna look like what could I write that's really interesting? Something that I'm really invested in that we could shoot for like. A million dollars or four million dollars, because then it's easier to find two or three guys that's like, yeah, I could do a one point five on this. You know what I mean? As opposed to yeah, yeah, it's less. Jordan Peele talks about that a lot. He was like, "Get Out" was you know twelve million I think by the end or seven million or something, and he was like, "Look, yeah, I didn't even me Jordan Peele who already had an established comedy career, my own show, I couldn't get somebody to give me seventy million to make Get Out or whatever or, or um us, us or, yeah. yeah so he was like i started with get out which don't get me wrong i'm really proud of the script i love it yeah but i started on a smaller scale yeah and i had more control it crushed we made a hundred million off whatever oh, yeah it was, seven to. then you get that money
1: for the second one and now
0: yeah. i got us us crushed and now he's got yeah, no nope, that's yeah. three through 100 million dollar yeah.
1: i mean you're a, you're a western fan i i am too i feel like westerns might be cheap cheaper or am I wrong? No, I think it can be. Because I see a lot of lower-budget Western movies that pop up.
0: It's uh, a little you know, easier to shoot, shoot in sparse right. environments. And I think, again, like even like Jordan Peele's No, people, don't get me wrong, it was a bigger-budget movie, but that was primarily shot in one location out in the desert, yeah. you know what I mean, like out like, in the like hills. You're not building a set. You right. don't have to
1: get CGI shit. Right. Uh, you don't have to get, I don't know, a ton of other Yeah, s-
0: like he needed it for that, but apartments. Westerns, you're right, absolutely. Yeah. And I think it is. I mean, you're probably spending most of your money there on uh, you know, clothing, um, you know, like the old, oh yeah,
1: old timey clothes, right? So you're,
0: you're dealing with like probably really high and not high end, but you have to deal with those minutia details a lot more seriously, yeah, really just true. because it's
1: it's gotta look real, it's gotta
0: look real, and then you're you know, like you said, it's always nice if you can get one name in there. You know, it doesn't have to be yeah, they'll get like one or two, actor. yeah, or somebody who was somebody an A list actor was cooler. You know, like oh, I remember that dude from you know the '90s. He was really yeah. good. You know what I mean? I always loved him as a yeah. character actor. That's true. I'm gonna watch this hour and a half movie if he's the lead. That's cool. true. And or
1: even if he's not, there'll be like three names you don't really know that'll be and blank and the and whoever is is the name that you recognize. Yeah, They'll pull somebody in for that shit. I see a lot of like westerns on that B level that pop up now, and I, I check out westerns. Well, it's kind cause of like I the like old them.
0: days with the spaghetti westerns. I mean, oh it was yeah, cheaper and it was it, and, and they have again yeah, they have a cult following. It's like one of those errors that people really like. I mean, for Film me, a, I like the minimal. Kind yeah. of like rugged violence of the yeah. time and like yeah. you know kind of the an- the anti-American thought processes that you know have now become household names in American yeah. you know society. You know, the big oil companies, the big stock guys, yeah. the big the railroad tracks, all that shit. Yeah. Um true. but no, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I think Westerns have made a nice comeback too, because yeah, yeah. it is kind of tapping into that whole thing where it's like, ah, oh, this country's driving me nuts. Yeah, yeah.
1: I love like the outlaw vibe, it kind of, I don't know. There's like a there's a lot of reoccurring themes I find sure. in westerns, which I dig, you know? I like that shit. You, I mean, you're a big horror guy. Is that shit that's expensive?
0: So, it, I think horror, in the same way as... Is- you know, like we were talking about, like, comedy can be something, like, if you're really good at it, is a really quick way into the industry, especially if you can be really funny and you can get viral off being funny, that's, like, you're doing half your job. I think with horror, some of the biggest payoffs we've seen are from horror. Yeah, I mean, like,
1: like Blair Witch Project way Saw, back in the day, Dumb, Cheap, and then Saw you make a, was a, a huge profit. That's a, yeah. that's
0: a, I think that's – if it's not a billion-dollar franchise by now, it's, it's in the hundred yeah. millions. I mean,
1: is there any more genre – Movies made, then I feel like it's so many horror movies lately. Like the last like eight years,
0: so many. Well, I think you're starting to see people kind of look at the business flip. It's oh, weird. oh, so, I so they're can seeing shoot money. this for three hundred grand, and it makes a million. Uh, yeah good. yeah, yeah, this you know is what I mean? yeah. like and the, the horror is another one that's like westerns. It's I would say it's bigger than westerns, but it has a cult following. So like yeah. you have yeah these things like, and now the you're starting to see smarter. Show. Like Hulu just crushed with the new Predator movie, Prey. That was good. I liked that. Was great. I'm a, I'm a big Predator No, fan. Predator's awesome. Yeah. And that was just such a smart, again, a really smart idea from a production angle. Let's pour all your money into the creature. Yeah. This is a very um, sparse tale as far as, but you know, it, it follows the set che- of yeah. a Native American yeah. Lost in the Woods, basically. Yeah. And, you know, they did a really good job, I thought, just kind of like harping on that community and like giving a shot at a lead that's... You know, there's not too many Native American yeah. leads, you especially know I
1: mean? a, a female woman. Absolutely, great. I, I, I like this shit. I, I thought, thought it was, it was fire, dope. and then really it just dope.
0: made me want to learn more about Navajo culture and stuff. Like yeah. just based off like curiosity, I started reading a little bit about it, and I just exactly. thought they did a hell of a job. But yeah. that's another one that they're doing like a Hellraiser and a few others, yeah, and those yeah. are going straight release, not even going to the like theater. Straight streaming, yeah. and, But they're killing. I mean, yeah. prey crushed. Yeah, it was it
1: was great. It, it definitely like I mean, you got to think other than the Predator. Uh, himself in, like, the, the, the ship scenes, which are very minimal. It's just the woods, dude. It's, it's the yeah. fields. It's nature. And that's
0: kind of, I think, again, getting back to the roots of what felt good about the first yeah. Predator. It was like, wow, this is crazy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like,
1: I rewatched the first two Predators after that one. I mean, the, the new ones with uh, Adrian Brody and the other... I, did not watch those, but the first two I fuck with heavy. Yeah,
0: me. yeah, the Adrian Brody one I actually thought got a little bit of a bad rap. I actually kind of like. Was that. it? I, I revisited it recently. And was like, you know what? This was actually decent. I liked it. You know,
1: so I have like a theory about Adrian Brody and and a, and a lot of other actors that fall into this thing is like, you win an Oscar kind of quick out the gate for what the the piano right? A like pianist. The, a pianist. My fault. Yeah. The, the the Polanski flick, which is like loosely an autobiography. Uh, good flick, slow whatever. Then like he wins that Oscar and then like. He's not in a lot of other good flicks. And I've seen this happen with like a bunch of people. Like you win this Oscar and then like just fall off into like a like like obscurity, like Cuba Gooding Jr., the same shit. Like that eventually resorting to B movies and shit. It's weird.
0: Yeah, it's weird. I think I think sometimes it's they you know, I think for some of them I think they're probably having fun. Like, you know what, screw it, I'm gonna do a Predator or I'm gonna do a Marvel or whatever. And I get that. But like, Marvel's big bread though. That's not Well, that's what I'm that's saying. It's bad. like the money. But I'm sure you got a pretty good deal for Predators. Oh yeah, I guess I just like he's. he's No, but I agree. And then like he shows up in something like Peaky Blinders for a season, and he's. Oh, I I
1: stopped watching the season after season three. He's in Peaky Blinders. He was a bad guy in like four or five. Did he go with a like an accent? Italian. He's Italian though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, no, it wasn't a heavy accent. It was cool. It was it was New York Italian. Oh, okay.
1: You know what? Europeans are way better at doing an American accent. Than American actors are at doing any foreign accent. I well, feel it's like. funny,
0: and then they say Americans the hardest. Really? Yeah. Shit. So, it, which is funny because it's maybe it's because we're so complacent, or maybe it's because interesting. I didn't know that. We're the, you know, in our I don't know, the Hollywood's like beginnings are here so i, I don't know it, but there's a lot of funny pushback with like the british actor thing a lot of people here get pissed about it interesting i mean there's so many, like, like well there's plenty of good american actors fuck off yeah. you know there's that sort of thing going on there's like
1: but there's actors like for years i didn't know they were australian or british until like you you see yeah them you're in a, just in a talking you're like, oh everything. shit this motherfucker over here like,
0: yeah you know. yeah oh for sure there's something for it and there are i again i think especially london there's a lot of like really great Schools, But I've read some interesting articles. Like, James McAvoy is one of those guys. Scottish, Amy? He? He's Scottish, and he came up out of kind of like, I don't want to say poverty. I, I, that might be misspaking. But he, he wasn't a privileged kid. And he talks about how, like, a lot of those actors coming out are just, like, being bred. They're just, yeah. like, rich fucking leaders. Uh, yeah. Or just pushed into the shit at like, yeah, such no, a young age, Yeah, no, same thing. Right? He was talking more about the institutions uh, more so than the individuals. But he was oh, just saying, oh, yeah, like, yeah. this is all one big circle jerk. And, <laughs> you know, I'm... I'm proud of like what I've accomplished, obviously. Is, like, but I think there's a lot of great actors that don't even get considered because they don't have yeah. the fucking, you know. Yeah, that's
1: true. Or like I mean, if you're not just to keep it funky, if you're not a very attractive person, doesn't matter like man, woman, whatever, you're gonna rarely get a leading role. Like there's some of my favorite actors, like like Ben Mendelssohn, Australian guy. One of my favorite actor, actors. Yeah. He's had leading roles, but he's never the man, like yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. like Mark Wahlberg or Brad Pitt, he plays like weird, obscure kind of whatever because he's, yeah, he's not a
0: yeah, there's, there's strikingly, yeah, uh, yeah good looking dude. I think it's more unique, is the thing you're looking for, especially like, yeah, to even to get one. any role. That's so one. you're right about the leading man, especially in like Hollywood or the leading woman. Like, for the most part, it's going to be somebody that's just like you know, yeah, a really attract yeah. conventionally attractive person. But I think like there's certain guys like I don't know if you watch the new Game of Thrones. Like yeah, yeah. That dude Matt Smith that Which, plays what, what? like the crazy brother that just. Like, okay, yeah. He's got a, he's just weird looking, but it's unique. Yeah. There's the, he you, when you watch him you're like there's he something looks a, like an elf a little yeah he, he doesn't even have the pointy no, ears but he no, looks like he a fucking Keebler this, elf it's like with kinda, the cookies it's like a little bit sandwiched face yeah he's got great eyes and he's got real stern looks and it just pops on screen so I can see like he's probably gonna have a great career play he could play bad guys the rest of his yeah. life and kill yeah he's been he was in like. La, uh, Last night in Soho and some other uh, shit. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. And in that one, he's in like a, a suit and his hair slicked back, like conventional. 50s That's a wig, dude. though. That
1: blonde shit, I imagine. That is, yeah. yeah and yeah, this man.
0: one is like, you know, his short haircut and he looks like a '50s like madman. And, oh. and he, but he kills. He like when you see him, you're like, it, he looks like the, the the time period. He looks like he's embodying I like the role. So I think. If you can find a way to be unique, not yeah. just in your look, but like comfortable in that look, there is a chance. But like you said, you're dead right about the leading people. I mean, you'll, you'll get like good roles, but like I
1: think there's like one Ben Mendelsohn movie where he's got a lead role, but it's him and Ryan Reynolds are the leads. Ryan Reynolds is like
0: conventionally uh, attractive. Yeah, 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 right.
1: He was like on one of those uh, Time or People magazine like sexiest man things. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, he, that's your co-lead, so you got that. But he's a great actor; he carries it well. But oh yeah, just, ben, you know... ben Mendelsohn's
0: tremendous. I mean, okay. I've never seen him even in stuff I hated that yeah, like he was yeah like that in, Star Wars so I didn't good. like
1: but he was good at that
0: yeah I liked Rogue One it was alright it was alright I all right. liked that one it but was he right. was I mean even that show on Netflix he was killer in
1: which one on Netflix oh uh, Bloodline
0: oh fucking crushed crush, it crushed that Crushed it, that dude. Was, that was, I mean, he that was incredible. Off the rails yeah, in that the, the third but, like, the season first got the two seasons. Fire, I mean, fire, they dude, killed fire. There
1: was a crazy cast. You yeah. had like oh yeah. sissy space that. Uh, what's the old Kyle dude? Chandler. Fucking uh, the the older the the father. Ugh, like he's a fucking he's won Oscars in back in the day. I'm blanking out. The older yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah,
0: I know who he is. He but does, yeah, does. you had
1: you had a great cast. Yeah,
0: Kyle Chandler's always. Yeah, he's dependable yeah. yeah, there was he was great. It was it was dark and mean. Super dark. Yeah, the keys. Yeah. Florida Keys darkness. I yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. I loved it. Like the peel back the sunshine, what's really going on around here. Yeah. But no, Ben can act. But I think it is. It's it, it, there's a lot to do with your look, but it's like how you, you know, it's kind of like when you hear those stories about nobody thought Meryl Streep was attractive, but she's probably the best actress yeah, who ever lived. Crushed, you know what I mean? Like and it's like, even
1: harder, I think, for women. Like a there's like these gaps where like maybe like thirty six to fifty. There are you see very few women on screen. It's like young. Or older Like it's You know what I'm saying Yeah yeah oh, of course Yeah
0: well it's the eye Of you know Who's really running the yeah, show Yeah that's
1: true Now she crushes uh, You recently had a, a show Like a release party If you will For the EP
0: it wasn't a release party. Actually, might do one coming up, um, a little Ugh. extended, because I was actually trying to put out maybe another EP in the fall, just as like yeah. a little throw out. Uh, it's the up. 10-year anniversary of 20-something, which is like my first oh, wow. EP Damn, that I put man, out wow. Damn, just in made me feel very
1: old. Yeah, I already too. do, but now I look a little Yeah, September 11th, wow. it's
0: 10 years, so I, it's crazy. That was like my first, I mean, that was when I first rocked with yeah, you on stage fuck, in some of those days. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I might do that that release, but no, I did a show in Hollywood, which was cool. That was like a, just a show at the Simple Bar or a Simple Bar. I've rocked there a couple times. Oh, that was that. more of a showcase, but it was fun. It felt good to get up, and I really felt like I had the room. And then I went back to the Middle East upstairs. Oh, yes. yes, the Lovely old stomping grounds. Mass. Well, yeah. I
1: asked because you know you, you you do a lot of other like you know acting and writing, but then like there's this different thing on stage it's it's not, like nothing else dude nothing you know else saying? yeah it's a different the rush is different yeah, yeah it's an insane feeling it's it's like power but it's a connection
0: like, yeah like, and it's addictive and then it can very, be really sad when it's not there it's it's a very strange beast to deal with but it's also weird going back to boston because like when you you know when i was coming up you know 10 years ago doing music all, you know, every night it felt like I was at a different event with, you know, we'd be yeah. somewhere in Boston. Then Even if you weren't performing, you were going to check yeah, yeah, a yeah, yeah, show, support, network, network show support. Yeah. You might be in another city and doing the same thing, but now Boston's just feels almost like, I don't know. Homogenized. I mean, it's a little more like scattered than it felt like when I was there. Like the music, you just knew where everyone was going to be. Oh, for the a scene. Live me, event. Yeah. yeah. Like oh. the scene just feels a little more scattered. And I think that's a, a, a mix of things. I think like you said, this, the city's changing drastically. A lot of the venues got uprooted that we had back Sad. ten years ago. I thought um, they
1: were going to take the Middle East out for condos.
0: Or, uh, well, that's what people had told me uh, too. But then when I went there, it was uh, it was still going.
1: Well, like I, I asked because, like, excuse me, like, you know, I, I know the the feeling of being on stage. It, it's incredible, and there's you know you you could write a, a script, you could podcast, you could write a book like I do later. Someone will read the book. Later they watch the movie. Later they listen to the podcast. And maybe you get a DM or a comment or someone meets you in public. Oh, I love that. That was cool. But it's not immediate, right? When you get off stage, dude, it's immediate. It's 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 nuts, dude. Like you know, maybe you're selling uh, merch or CDs if that was a thing, or autographs or doing an interview or girls. A couple. It's it's crazy and like that high is. Unmatched, and you don't get that when you do these other creative things. I, like wondering, like I know what it's like for me. It's a very, it was a a rough transition to like accept later the gratification. Like, how do you feel? Like I know you don't perform as much as you used to. Do you not feel like like you miss that, or is it? Oh fuck, yeah, is it fucking
0: with you? Because yeah, it fucked it fucks, with me at it first. Put it with me, me big time. Yeah, and it fucks, fucks with, with me Like I feel like sometimes you go back and like man, maybe I. You know, maybe moving was a crazy idea. Maybe I kind of, like, shot myself in the foot, like, buzz-wise. Maybe I did this, that, and the third. But then I, like, look at everything else that's kind of come about. And I'm like, no, you were just kind of... This wasn't your one thing. Yeah. And you kind of wanted to, like, switch it up. And, like, you know, sometimes things don't go maybe the way you envisioned them. But... No, I'm with you on that. I definitely when I got back up, especially in Hollywood, that was the first time I had rock since 2019. I think. Oh wow, that's a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's dude. a long Shit. time. and I got up and I like Do you knew feel like I had Rusty? the room immediately. Oh, like, oh, you felt oh, the confidence immediate. right away. Oh, how good is that yeah. feeling, dude? And they were like, I, people. I saw. I, I knew I had it when like people ran in from the smoking or smoking weed outside, and they like, ran in. Yo, like, if you
1: can get weed smokers to stop yeah. smoking and weed and to come watch Canada, you, that's good.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's like a small room, and I was like, "Oh, I got this shit." And I wasn't even my I, like I hadn't even hit them with the song. I was excited yeah. to play, and when I hit them with that, I was like, "Oh, I got these sons of bitches." And then it was great because <laughs> when I came out after like, getting off stage, like people were coming up to me, and they were like, "You know, you know." People picked up on some of the bars. People that yeah. second song, dude, that fucking dude, second it
1: feels song, so good when oh. they come right up to you. There's nothing like that. And like, nothing. dude, when I would perform. Afterwards I would either uh, you know go around and sell whatever I was selling, shirt CDs, you know, maybe do an interview, talk to girls. I didn't want to leave the venue until I had been, you know, talk to everyone because I loved it. It felt it was ego shit. You just feed my ego. It sure, felt so sure, good. Sure, sure. Like I didn't want to drink or do any drugs. I just wanted to stay there and have people come talk to me or network. It was the highest high. I'm like, yo, it just the crash after that. It's the worst. It's, oh, it's it, horrible. And
0: then you want to do more, and then you feel like you're getting, you know, it f- plays tricks on you. And you know, you, the music industry can be fr- fr- frustrating oh, on a variety don't of have levels. You tell me, yeah. It's. It is a rough transition And especially when you're in it In Boston Even though it was a small People are like Oh it's small It's small It's like dude I would go out Five nights a week yeah. Everybody in the room Knew who I was yeah. Everybody wanted to do music with me Girls are coming up to you Even in other cities Like if I yeah. if I was playing In New
1: York or Atlanta Wherever like Okay nobody or knows me And maybe a few people do Like this is a great chance To impress them Like I love that like, Yeah 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 just, You want to win the room You want to Just that I
0: love that ego feed Oh was for sure for No it's a high I get it When, when people People you know You can only feel when you just watch like a really good performance you know what i mean like oh, if yeah. somebody you can see the crowd and you're just like damn like that's yeah. why people love music events and live yeah. stuff it's one of those situations yeah but it's different when you do it yourself yeah. especially yeah. when you crush you know what oh yeah I mean? yeah it's, yeah. it's like, insane it's kind like of like stand-up comedian yeah you know? yeah you're it's,
1: up there alone and I mean, them they don't even have like a dj or band right like you're up there all alone and then you get these people's uh, respect attention admiration there's a sense of power And a sense of like Okay You you fuck with me You sure. see what I
0: see you, you you get it Like that feels very comforting I think Absolutely No it is it, It's a thing And then I, again I just I, I always took performing Extremely seriously too Like I yeah. would work my ass off I, of I always saw
1: that about you And I respected it Because I did too And I respect anybody who does Because a lot of guys
0: don't No they don't Especially, especially in hip hop Oh, my God, God. Don't even get Dude, me started. fucking crazy. I
1: can't believe dudes still rap over their lyrics live. It drives me fucking nuts. And then, nuts. like, not
0: even rapping over their lyrics live. Like, just, like, they'll go for, like, 10 seconds, 12 seconds of not saying anything. I don't know if it's the Benzos or what. Like, but dead like, air, you mean? They're just, like, letting the track play. Oh, like, oh. Like, oh. like, like if it, dude, if you and I have a hit song, we're at a club or whatever. Okay, fine. Nobody really gives a fuck about that yeah, as yeah. much. But like, but if it's a show, but if it's a, a show, especially yeah. like when you walk into like, what I told to people work. coming up, like I was talking about this and some other stuff I've done recently. Just, the, I was really big about earning respect when I first started, and I like I would do like the Dublin House, I would do like yeah, really gritty little places that were Dublin House is gritty, at, right? Like you know, like corner. had to watch yourself on the way in and out, and it was like. If you, if, I always felt like, look, if I can just earn respect here and show people that I like, not only that I belong, but that I can do this in like a high, high caliber fashion, I can do this shit anywhere. I can yeah. do this anywhere. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And that's what got me. But same to this day, people are like, oh, you got to do your set. I'm like, dude, I do my set like. A psychopath Like yeah. I, my breath control I don't want to miss anything
1: Yo, Dude I smoke weed All day every day I would not smoke Before shows Because of my asthma yep. I would only have one drink one I would drink, try yep. to tell my crew or, or bandmates Okay one drink
0: And then after we get wasted You get wasted Yeah of course
1: After fine But People not would, before People would be
0: really be Like yeah before I'm going to have one or two Just, Yeah, And then that's it And that's then after it. we can get, get after We can go to a club We can yeah, go to a yeah, bar Whatever yeah, I took it very seriously Because you sure. got you I
1: would always be disappointed If I like paid to go see somebody I, Like I looked up to And they said And sucked. they're wasted Yeah and I'm like, fuck, man! Like, yeah, you're getting paid that. a lot. I paid to be here, and you're not even doing what yeah, I came to fucked. see you do.
0: Yeah, I want I want to have that moment too. From the flip side, like, especially when you do, when you connect with a great artist or a great yeah. show, and it is. I think that's why, uh, you know, it's always subjective. People get annoyed, like, why did this guy get a look in Boston? Or why this? Yeah. And it's like, look, man. Sometimes it goes sometimes back. Sometimes to... it goes back to hard work, and that's one of the po- points. Yeah, like, and you true. guys did, like, Greater Good and all that shit. Those were my favorite shows going uh, to.
1: it's it tough, like. You can't control everybody's uh, intake, sure. and you know, uh, with the my, with Blue Gold, it was easier. With the Greater Good, there was some dudes that were like I, I can tell you, don't do this. I mean, there was one of them who was better high or drunk than sober. Which is weird, but that's just the way it was. And I could tell when he was sober and when he was high, because when he was sober, he would blank out and not rap. Right, right, saying? right, right, right. But it's tough. Like, well, when you're on your own, like, at least you could be all in control. Be like, okay, word, I'm focused
0: as fuck right now.
1: I, I used to love that. Like, prepping, practicing yeah. sets. Yeah. Rehearse.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, and then, Man. like, you are get your acapella ready and, yeah. like, all these little slide you could do. And then I had, like... Jokes I'd write for in-between yeah. songs, not like hilarious, nah, ha-has, but, but something like to like keep Breaks the crowd and, and gets their attention. Yeah. To, yeah. Just to get people going. I think that stuff's important. I think that's missing a lot. Um, it feels almost scripted now. It's like, oh yeah, we in Cleveland tonight, right? And then they like say something about Cleveland, which yeah, I yeah. get. And if it's like an A-list yeah. artist, you'll probably cheer, but it's a little better when it feels like you're getting a little more of that person, Organic. even if it's a little dirty. Like yeah, I want to yeah. feel like I, I'm hearing like your yeah. authentic self.
1: I I, I always was like, well, I super hated the fucking rapping over your own vocals shit. You got five hype, man, and all of you are rapping over the vocals like this is terrible. But like, you know, like when another artist, you're in the studio or the car or the house and they want to show you one of their songs, cool, play me your song. But then in the house, in the car, they're rapping over it as well. It's like, do you want me to hear the fucking song or are you going to rap over your own vocals right now? Like, I, I... Fucking hated that dude. Yeah 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 No I
0: agree I, It's it's Let the music speak for itself Is yeah. something people Always kind of Or told spit me. it Spit it like You know Over yeah, the beat Without yeah, yeah. the fucking without Track the thing. Yeah, the Oh vocals. yeah So the live performance And you can tell It's just like I'll go to shows And I'll see guys That even though I, like you said, you might not even love their music, but I'll be like, yo, this dude, working hard, he's working hard, yeah. and, he, and he showed up ready to go. I respect that, I yeah, respect yeah. that
1: on time, looking at the crowd. Like, yeah, breath control is crazy. It's scary up there, dude. It's not the easiest yeah, thing to get up everybody. in front of yeah. five, ten people, a thousand people. I, I give you respect just getting up there, even right. if your shit's whack. You know that that takes a lot of nuts, but then you know you you show some effort in there, that even more. Yeah, respect, yeah, yeah. You know? You've
0: you know you've you've practiced, and yeah. if and that and it does, it translates. I don't care what anyone says, it translates. Oh, and you can that, tell. You can was, tell. I mean, it's kind of like now in the a list shit. It's like the locks versus dip Oh yeah, with that whole versus yeah, thing, and like, that showed you something. The locks something. were like, dude, yeah. it looked like a bunch of dudes that have been yeah. doing it for twenty years as a profession, and you
1: could see the professionalism right there. It, it was, it was, it was like a A and B in the two it vocals. It didn't even too.
0: feel like, uh, it felt like, I mean, dude, like when he dropped out and did the the Biggie freestyle, which you know, people who love mixtapes knew Jada did that like years ago yeah, in the yeah. Fifty Beef, but when he did that in the middle of the set fire. i was like this yeah. is and this it hit is the that real fans were like this Yo. is that shit yeah. this is the stuff that made me they tapped me fall into in that shit it. too yeah. they tapped
1: into like they okay we know these motherfuckers this are out New there yeah. they're going to feel this if we do this shit and motherfuckers reacted properly that was a great example of that I yeah think.
0: it was cuz it just like you said it was like those dudes you could tell they they got that shit together and, and they didn't they didn't slack <laughs> since back
1: then you know no disrespect to dipset the sores may not have been as sharp you know what I'm saying, like they might not have been uh, oiling the machine the whole time until no, this, but like you know, Locks has, has been. Yeah. They still are. Yeah. It's like family shit,
0: but it, but you could tell they put the work in behind the scenes to make sure their yeah. set was killer. I thought and that it was, was fire. It was, it was a I really dope fire. example of like, see this, you if Jada Kiss does it, like who the fuck are you to, yeah. You know, say I'm not going to skip that part of it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's
1: true. Like, so, uh, question, two questions, craziest shit you've ever seen at a concert. Craziest shit you ever did at a concert. Whether you're performing or a fan. Don't matter. Performing or a fan. Sh- craziest shit you saw. Craziest shit you did.
0: That's a good question. I'm going to go with... I was at Woodstock 99. Oh, yeah. yeah that's right. Which I is crazy. I was 14 years old. So this is probably the... Oh, man. That's so Craziest thing I've ever seen. 14 years old. I ago, remember girls getting assaulted uh, during Olympus I didn't see a, a quote-unquote rape. But I saw sexual assault. And I remember being like, even at 14, like there's nothing I can do right now because Bro, the pit was so yeah, hot. Yeah, I've seen the footage. I have seen the videos. I was already pr- kind of tall enough at this point. I remember the feeling. I would go up on my tippy toes, and I would go above the heat line, and it felt like it was in the Arctic. Oh Jesus! And then when I went back down, it was 110 degrees, it's 115 like degrees. Disgusting. And there was people literally just dropping, passing out. Yeah. And like, you would just look at the person next to you and be like, "Yo, we got to help her up or help him up," and we would just help them because then you're getting stepped on. Oh you yeah. Know, these, like, Kid Rock's performing Lip Biscuit. Like, so these people are trying to like go crazy. And I'm like, holy fuck! So we're like, lift, I'm 14 years old lifting That's these crazy. people up, and I always—that's—I always joke, I made it through all this, and people couldn't believe it. I made it through the mosh pits, max yeah. What I couldn't get through, and people laugh every time I tell them this, the the crowd—I don't know if it was the time, this was 1999, July. I'm getting pushed up, and now I'm in the front row. Jesus, getting crushed in the gate. I can yeah. see fucking Kurt Loader and like the MTV <sighs> camp. And I'm getting crushed, and I'm like, and I see the the security, and they're like, they were pulling people out, and I was like, over the look, over yeah, the, yeah, yeah. To get and you basically at that point they would walk you, you would put get you in some, the moat, yeah, get you some water, and then they would walk you all the way back, and yeah. you've seen the footage, it's yeah, like a yeah. mile, it's crazy. So I'm getting crushed, dude. It's fucking Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> 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 like, what the That's fuck? Fun. Like, like crash into me and I'm getting smoked into an <laughs> iron fence. This is bullshit. I, I
1: wanted to do like a Dave Matthews show. It better be DMX or yeah, like. at yo, least, <laughs> dude. Like
0: Jesus. Rage Against the Machine or some That's shit. Crazy. So that was probably the wildest. But I yeah, remember getting grabbed. And being like disgusted by it, but really feeling out of control and not being able to do much. Yeah, you're
1: a child, bro. Yeah, dude,
0: there's grown men like throwing elbows around, and people were fighting. It was really fucking nuts. Yeah. And I saw the mud people. I remember even again at 14, like looking at the porter potties being knocked over. Oh, yeah, over, forget and People it, like diving in the mud, and me being like, that's, "Dude, what? That's shit. Are you that's doing, feces, bro. Like, I, like if what the grown men and women, crazy, Jesus. craziest thing I've ever done at a show."
1: Woo. Fan or performer, you, whether you were on stage or in the crowd, either way. Fan or performer.
0: Craziest thing I ever did. Um, Perform at the Dublin house? Yeah, that's alone. There. Yeah, alone. They're like, who the fuck is... Where are you You're from? Milton? Where are you from? This is crazy. Oh, that's a good question, dude. I've done some... Uh, yeah, A3C. Don't incriminate yourself. Yeah. A3C, I feel like I... Okay, yeah, a A3... three. Well, that wasn't really. You could say the A3... word allegedly A3... before the story. So there was a. There was a guy. Allegedly, there was a guy. There was a guy, and I, I mean, I'm not gonna go to jail for okay. anything. He might. I don't know if he's. This late. is entertainment. If you listen, so there was this guy, and he was managing people, and he had a. You pro- you know him. You oh. you thought he was. He had a record label and all this shit. Or he did. And. uh... Sorry for that. He. Was doing like an interview. We had driven down there, so we're driving down there. We almost die on the way down. Keese was driving. <laughs> Driving 100 miles an hour, we stopped to get gas, and we swung off the exit ramp. To this day, I don't know how we didn't die, but we go off the exit ramp flying in a 12-passenger van. Jeez. Crashed into a – I was sitting next to Dutch, Dutch Rebel, and I'm yeah. holding on to her. In a Sprinter van kind and of like, just like one of those – Yeah, yeah. Person. So I'm holding the thing, and I'm just like thinking in my head, okay, this Jesus. is it. And we like <laughs> – we hit, and we just like – I don't know even know how we didn't tip over. Like he had slowed down from the 100, but he was just going too fast around the yeah. turn, and we had been driving all night. We were Damn. just going to Atlanta. So everybody got out. People were smoking cigarettes. Like I was eating a fucking Krispy Kreme donut. I didn't even know what to do with <laughs> myself. <laughs> and like we get down there. We have kind of a wild couple days. Like this, we were at a show. Guns got pulled out on us and all this other shit. It was like a, It was. I'm using this example because it was kind of a perpetual show for three days. Um, and it was really like bizarre. A3C that year was really strange. It was 2012. And on the way back, we were trying to get the keys to get the van and this dude wouldn't give the keys so my man like, who had on? the who had the keys? The um this guy. He was, oh the man in question. Yeah, the yeah, man yeah. in question. Allegedly the with, man in question. He was with Dutch giving an interview or something. Um and Reggie broke up the interview. He just ran in because he was so fed up about being told no. Oh shit. So then this dude came out and put hands on Reggie so then I you know, oh, put oh. hands on him and kinda of jammed him up against the fence <laughs> and it was, Really, a lot of screaming and yelling. People are like freaking out. And then there's all these other like bigger artists than us that were like, you know, dudes. Every, you know, everyone down there has guns, so yeah, yeah, very you know, common, People in are Georgia. like, you know, grabbing their guns and shit. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, I don't want. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to start World War III. <laughs> I just want my keys. So I got so mad. I said, "Fuck y'all! I'm not driving home with you." And they're like, "Okay." And I literally got a cab to the airport and just. Bought a one way flight home. And just left them all in the. I dust. thought you were going
1: to say you took a cab all the way back. No, that would. That That's not old school. It
0: was. It was awful though. It was just one of those situations. It was like two or three fights Damn. shows in a row where I was like, "Why am I putting hands on people? Uh, I thought yeah, we were supposed yeah. to be down here to like oh, fight even have fun." And good. then people are pulling guns out. I'm like, "Dude, I don't want to die over this. This is uh, fucking crazy. Like it's crazy." So that's probably it. I haven't done it. I'm pretty well behaved at shows because I feel like I have to be. Like, yeah. You, if, you, as a performer, as especially because it reflects on you. you yeah, yeah you get, don't want that, you know. That, uh, you you know get that, banned yeah, exactly. Like, especially in Boston, like everybody, oh, really? you know, it's the same three guys throwing all the shows. Dude, uh, yeah, it's true. I, I mean, I, I did A3C uh, a
1: couple years before you did and uh, I did like a couple shows one night, uh, second night. And on stage, I like threw a mic stand, not in the crowd, just like on the, on the stage and I got in a lot of shit for that yeah yeah nobody it was, was around it was just me and uh things. dj kerosene
0: and i got a, yeah, lot yeah, you get a lot of shit Crowd was loving it yeah they love it yeah i didn't break nothing we broke into a longitude fest in Dublin. Me and my boy frankie and we ended up meeting with uh static and he was on tour with joey badass so we ended up getting on the stage with them we we're all trading stories that were great you know, joey was great all those that's guys dumb. were really friendly funny we had great storytelling session before the show that's great and, uh, Joey like grabbed our, we had a GoPro at the time, my buddy Frankie. And he took the GoPro and just ran on stage with it and like put it in the crowd and people were like, so we got the footage afterwards and ended up that's, putting it up and good. it was, it was just like, one of those good. fun things. But we just kept lying to everybody. Cause they were like, you're not supposed to be back here. We met like Sam Smith, oh. like all these big <laughs> names. And people like, oh, are you a performer? Yeah, we're like, no. we're not. I thought you were at the break, full British
1: accent. I was waiting oh, for Oh, no, him.
0: the Dublin. Yeah. Well, Frankie was, he's a Irish. Oh, he my were, boy, Frankie. I, but
1: Sam Smith is British, right? He's British. Yeah, so yeah. that's why I thought you were going yeah, yeah, to be Yeah, but British.
0: Longitude was in Dublin, so it was oh, mostly oh. Irish dudes. But that was another fun one, just breaking in and then people just <laughs> constantly telling you. You have to a little
1: track record with entering large in. events <laughs> of, of uh, notoriety, which <laughs> is great. But it's fun, you know. And you're not like a small dude either. You like you don't you stand out, you know. Yeah, well, Which, th-
0: those ones you're talking about the Super Bowl break-ins were more like I just pretended I was security. <laughs> <laughs> I wore a black suit. Classic, dude. Yeah.
1: Classic. Hey, if you want to rob like a, a bank or whatever, like let's like, let's like do it. Get I got this some money. extra black suits. <laughs> I got a leftover black suit. You have let's to. Do it. You got to. And I do have wigs and mustaches.
0: Perfect. It would be like uh, Figs, the new yeah. Reservoir Dogs.
1: I'm gonna fake limp. I'm gonna fake limp. So I look like you know I'm a little fucked up, like Kaiser Soze. Yeah, you're shit. like dragging it. Tape as we a run tape away. a little pillow under your T-shirt, look extra fat. Although you never know, that could be me after tomorrow. Bob had know. bitch tits. Bob, bitch tits, <laughs> God. There's a lot of shit. It can, life gets rough. There's ups and downs,
0: turmoil. At least I don't have bitch tits. That's a good. God. That's a good rule of thumb. Moobs, right? In, in the moobs. Yeah um, the Estrogen's just pumping
1: A lot of lavender That'll it, do it dude. Yeah. Soy and lavender Watch out for the fucking tofu And the lavender soap Your girl's got in her crib Oh I don't you eat know. tofu Good for good. For you Yeah there you go It's it's not It's not I the tasting If you eat real meat Why would you do that But watch out for the lavender soap Oh I'm careful
0: You careful I'm careful good, yeah. Good. yeah That's great That's good. why I live by myself You know <laughs>
1: Control all the air We have no lavender We have a lot of uh, Everything else In this fucking house Beauty products Left to right A lot of incense My girl loves incense It's nuts Sage Palo Santo Everywhere Burning tons it's like a goddamn santeria shit up in this motherfucker sometimes you
0: got to protect your uh your Uh, means oh it's
1: it's protected and there's all kinds of shit going down in here and there's all tinctures and wild shit lurking in the cabinets which i've always been
0: like that or is that something that's more recent because i feel like uh, i've gotten more like that as i've gotten older
1: for her for my girl it's more recent i've always been into like healthy shit like that and aware of it uh but it's uh, there's a lot of it now in the crib
0: so i'm into it though
1: and there's always like random weird like there's probably some mushrooms in my desk, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Psychedelic earth, mushrooms. earth, earth earthy stuff. Well, well the mushrooms. psychedelic reports coming out now are unbelievable.
1: Oh yeah, there's not. I mean, there it uh, a bunch of countries have like uh, like legalized that shit for yeah. for a couple states too.
0: Well, the reports coming out of Boston, the hospitals. Oh, oh really? Yeah, they have one of the leading programs in America for treating mental health issues like PTSD and, and shit, PTSD yeah. a lot of PTSD yeah. with this psychedelics program a and lot of, alcoholism oh yeah it's, there I mean, was a 40% that's there was great. a 40% um, success rate in curing alcoholism
1: my mother needs to eat some fucking mushrooms then <laughs>